Welcome to a special episode of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills so they are better prepared and educated to deal with life. And never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was a young adult. I'm your host, Christian Alita, and today we are going to be discussing intermittent fasting and a new type of diet with a special guest and dear friend of mine, Jeremy Lehman. We've been friends for over three years now, and we got to talking about fasting somehow during English, and I thought it was really interesting to hear a little bit more about his story. So I brought him onto the show, and I thought you might like to hear about his story too. Hi, uh, as Christian said, I'm Jeremy, and before I start intermittent fasting, I think we've all done the struggle of trying to, you know, cut a lot of calories and just do massive cardio, but when I found intermittent fasting, it I got off a plateau, because before, I was doing pretty well losing weight from just, you know, dieting and cardio and doing all that stuff, but I hit a plateau after because I didn't really change much, mm-hmm. but intermittent fasting has allowed me to burn a lot more fat than beforehand. And I think a lot of that comes down to how the diet is actually played out. Because when we say diet, you usually, the first thing that I think comes to your mind, right, when you say diet, right, is the type of food that you eat, right? Now, intermittent fasting is almost completely different than the type of food that you're eating. It's not, it has nothing to do with which food you eat. It's when you eat the food. Do you want to go a little bit more in depth on when you should eat these foods with a special type of diet? So... There are many types of intermittent fasting. There's like ratios between fasting periods and eating periods. I do um, a 16-hour fasting period and an 8-hour eating window, Mm -hmm. which means I will eat foods in between, you know, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., which is pretty reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then I just don't snack at night and I just wait till 10 a.m. the next morning to break my fast. Then hence the term breakfast. Yeah. And that actually, one of the things that I found really interesting when doing more research on intermittent fasting is that the breakfast, breakfast, was actually created to sell, it was either cereal or bacon. And I found that really interesting because this is around 1920s is when breakfast was introduced it or breakfast was introduced. It was to sell something like they got this whole stream. It was a big commercial thing. And now we eat, it's standard to eat breakfast because that was all part of an advertising campaign. That's a little bit beside the point, but for me personally, I remember when I talked to you about this almost over a month ago, and I did a little bit of intermittent fasting beforehand, a couple weeks of it, because it went through, my uncle went through and did intermittent fasting, and he lost 30 pounds over the process of um, a couple of weeks, and he told his friends about it and the family about it, and then slowly throughout my entire family, everyone started fasting, or at least most of the guys did and the uncles, and then it eventually, like, uh, my side of the family started doing it. I did it for a couple of weeks and then I stopped because it was just like, eh, I'm not too uh, engaged or in, in, I'm not too invested in the intermittent fasting. And then we started talking about it again and I heard a little bit more about how long you've been doing it and the benefits that you were talking about. And I was like, you know what? I'll start it up again. I've been doing it now for just over a month. So uh, thank you for that. Yep. And just to keep in mind, just because you're intermittent fasting doesn't mean you get to eat like fast food all the time. Oh, no, no, no. Like you have to have, you got to have your fruits and veggies and you have to still restrict yourself um, to like good, healthy, nutritious foods. And I think one thing that definitely helps with intermittent fasting is that it helps you restrict yourself because saying like, I'm not going to eat past 
like you said, it was six. For me personally, I eat from 11 o'clock to seven. I'll stop eating a little bit before seven, probably like six to five, somewhere in there, whenever I have dinner. But my that's my, I do a very similar 16 hour fast and then eight hours of eating. So that's what I do as well. And there's two other types of fasting. So there is the 5-2 fasting, which is you eat normally for five days out of the week, and then two days you do a much more restrictive fasting. And then there's also another type of fasting called alternate day fasting, where you fast one day, then you have one to two meals that day, and then you keep alternating between that. So that's one of the things. Um, when I was going through, and as you were saying just a couple seconds ago, that f- just because you intermittent fast doesn't mean that you can just start eating more and more junk food. You definitely still need the nutrition and to keep up with like decent, healthy eating. It just allows you to burn a bit more fat than you would just from eating at normal times, mm-hmm. basically. Do you want to go through and explain kind of the science behind why it does burn more fat? So the reason why intermittent fasting works so well is because it changes the function of cells, genes, and hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this thing called insulin, which means if you have a high insulin level, uh, you won't burn as much fat. So if your insulin level uh, drops significantly, it mm-hmm. will facilitate fat burning. So and, basically, yeah. when you're like the insulin levels, right? So that really comes from whenever you're hungry, you'll have a high insulin level. That's your body telling you you need to eat. And yeah. that kind of goes through whenever you have a normal meal, right? You go through and you eat the normal meal and then your your body burns off that meal over the process of the time. And I believe um, part of that is that when you take out one of the meals and you have it during a period of time after after i think it's 12 to 14 hours your body stops burning off the past meal that you ate and starts burning off straight fat and that's what um comes down to intermittent fasting is why it's so good at burning fat the, the other thing i like about intermittent fasting is you're gonna be shocked by this but if you can eat as healthy as you can mm-hmm. and still get to the macronutrient goals like the calories the carbs and the fats and protein you'll you're gonna feel stuffed like every day after school and i'm just eating all my fruits and veggies and stuff i'm Mm -hmm. stuffed by six o'clock and it's amazing yeah i like one of the things that i've noticed is that like i'll get home and i'll like i'll so here's how i'll eat is i'll usually because school is now much more restricting on the food you can eat in classes due to people having allergies and such i do have a class that is quite literally almost exactly at 11 o'clock, which is great. I'll eat like a small granola bar or something out there. And then I'll wait until my lunch, which is at one o'clock, have some lunch. Then I'll get home at three-ish. I'll have like another snack. And then at dinner time, which is to me, it's anywhere between five and 6.30, is I'll have another meal. So that's how I break up my thing. I have two periods of snacking and two actual meals. So I'm still getting between the two snacks, I'm still making up for that other meal in terms of the calorie intake. But I'm not eating during that time period where, you know, you'd normally be having breakfast. Yeah, so I usually, so I have my lunch a fourth period, which is like 10.30ish, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I'm usually pretty hungry by then, although I'm drinking one, two bottles of water before that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'll have like a sandwich, you know, like I'll have, usually my meats will just be like lean meats. Like I'll have usually just turkey and chicken during the day. Mm-hmm. But I usually try to incorporate as many fruits as I can. Because those are, you know, they've got a lot of nutrients. Yeah. So I'll have like a small sort of meal at 1030. And then when I get home, that's when from three to six, I'm just making food and eating and mm-hmm. getting up to the caloric necessity using healthy foods. 
So what type of, what is your diet, your, your, the food that you intake, what does that look like for your everyday besides the uh, turkey that you were talking about? So actually, um, we could talk about that. Um, so I use this app called MyFitnessPal, mm -hmm. which allows you to track what foods you can eat. So I just have like a good list of what I eat. So at 10, the 1030 meal is I have this health nut bread, which is like really good for you. It's high in carbs, which is fine, but it has a lot of other nutrients from the nuts and it's just like a healthy bread. Mm -hmm. And I have the turkey, which, you know, I, I obviously measure out all my food to make sure I'm in all those ranges I need for calories. So I have the turkey and I'll put tomato on it because tomatoes, you know, a good fruit. Mm. Then I'll have some strawberries and blueberries with that and some grapes and a little clementine, you know, because clementines nice. are nice. <laughs> they are. Very and true. then after school, uh, you should do like a workout and then I'll just make my protein shake, which has milk and then some frozen strawberries and blueberries and protein mm -hmm. powder just all put together and it tastes amazing and then uh with that i'll make half a cup of uncooked quinoa so i got you know mm -hmm. cook the quinoa and then i'll make scrambled eggs with that four large eggs every day i know it sounds like a lot but you're making you're making me so hungry right now <laughs> i know <laughs> and then after that i have like that's and then after i managed to put all of that down I have a salad, which usually consists of lettuce, uh, cabbage, carrots, broccoli, and the chicken I was talking about earlier. Nice. So I think one of the great things about intermittent fasting is that you don't, like, you are doing all these great things with, like, you're measuring your foods and all this other sort of stuff. But do you think someone that's, like, just starting out and looking into this, like, intermittent fasting thing, do you think they need to go through all of those like all of the things that you're doing, like measuring the foods that they eat, like starting to eat healthier. Do you, th you think that someone starting out intermittent fasting and looking into this as something they want to change with their like what they eat? Do you think they need to go through and do all that? Or do you think they should just start like marking off the time that they eat and marking off the time that they start eating? I They should start by marking off the time because when I started actually eating healthy, I I didn't just do like that overnight and just switch all my foods to healthy foods. I slowly transitioned through switching mm -hmm. out some unhealthy foods with healthy foods. Like, oh, instead of having mac and cheese, I'll have maybe just chicken tonight. Mm -hmm. And oh, with the chicken, I might as well have some salad with it. So it it took me it took me a long time to get to this point. And I wasn't actually just measuring. I was just like throwing everything together, like maybe like eight or nine slices of turkey. I'm like, eh, looks good enough. When now I just actually measure it out. That's nice. So one of the things that I've definitely like, I've only been doing this for a month and I'm, I'm noticing that I'm slowly getting more, I'm getting hungry for different types of foods. Like I, I used to be like big against salads, but then when I started intermittent fasting, I started to like, it makes you think like, what am I actually eating? Because you you only have a certain amount of time to eat. And I'm like, so I started experimenting with salads. I realized how much I enjoy eating salads over like fries and stuff. So now whenever I go to like get like cheeseburgers or whatever I'm getting out at a food, instead of ordering a like a thing of fries, I'll get salad because mm -hmm. it's now like it's slowly it makes you think more about what you're being more conscious about what you eat. And I'm slowly making that transi transition, but I do admit that I will totally have fries every now and then. And you don't, like, <laughs> I'll have fries and, like, ice cream, you know? You don't have to be so strict with it. It's just that it's the timing. You don't want to be, like, you don't want to eat ice cream and brownies every night and then stop eating after those ice cream and brownies and then eat eight hours later and go, or eat, eat 16 hours later and more ice cream and brownies because that's not a healthy diet. But, yeah, that's not going to get you much. Yeah. So, I mean, but if you just, like, start noticing, it's being more aware. 
And I think one of the great things about intermittent fasting is it makes you more aware of what you're eating and when you're eating. Yeah, that's true. So going back to the uh, benefits of intermittent fasting, according to healthline.com, the HGH or slash human growth hormone. So it says the blood levels of growth hormone may increase as much as fivefold, which uh, higher levels of this hormone facilitate fat burning and muscle gain and have numerous other benefits like wow. cellular repair and gene expression. Wow. So I know from traditional fasting, right? So this is this used to be like um, a more religious aspect of fasting for weeks on end sort of thing. And one of the things that the uh, benefits of long-term fasting, which when when we say all this intermittent fasting and all this other stuff, please talk to your doctor first. Um, little disclaimer here. We are not professionals in the terms of nutrition, although Jeremy might be and might not be telling me that he's got a PhD in nutrition. Maybe, uh, who knows? Who knows? So just be aware that we are not professionals. We do know a lot on this topic. We just are not certified to tell you how to eat or when to eat. So please talk to your doctor if you're thinking about intermittent fasting. And if you are, do your research yourself. Uh, we'll tell you as much as we've collected over our time and some stories from our experiences. But please, if you are looking into this, do a little bit of your own research and talk to your doctor. So those are my little disclaimer to make sure, you know, legal stuff's out of the way. So one of the things going back to long-term fasting is what I was talking about just then. After a certain amount of time, your your stomach would change from going in and constantly like um, consuming and breaking down all the foods you've been eating and then start breaking down. It will go straight over to fat and it will start repairing. And I, I liked what you were talking about earlier with the benefits is that it starts repairing. After a certain amount of times, I want to say it's three to four days, you go into the state of how do you say it? Kenosis? Ketosis. Ketosis. So that's yeah. the state of like actual hardcore fasting is where your cells start like repairing. And that is like part of the thing is like if you'll notice if you fast for over a certain amount of time or if you just do a certain fast, like if you do a sugar fast, right, where you just stop eating foods with sugar, which is actually pretty hard because of how much sugar is in that's the like yeah. it's super. I mean, like sometimes bread, like certain basic foods, you'll think of like, oh. This surely this doesn't have, have like this surely doesn't have any sugar in it. And then you look at the label and like, oh, <laughs> they snuck that in there. Just like a little bit of sugar on top of that. Make sure our consumers buy that and buy it again. So one of the things that when you're doing like a diet like that, you'll notice that after a certain period of not eating that food, you stop becoming hungry for it, which is one yeah. of the interesting things. So once you do, once you do an actual hardcore fast, or if you do an actual hardcore fast for over like seven days or so you'll start to realize that your palate, your taste palate, has almost changed completely. Or not completely, yeah. but it's changed a lot drastically from when you first started. You'll notice that, um, like, the different the types of foods that you've been eating are, like, they'll not taste different, but they're, like, you'll be like, oh, I like this food again, or, oh, this doesn't taste as I remember it tasting. And that's kind of one of the things about long-term fasting. But when we talk about intermittent fasting, you know, you can kind of just, you just keep eating. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, eating at certain times. I mean, I've looked at some people who've done like at the seven day fast mm -hmm. and what I've seen from their, when their body was in ketosis was the worst period. Like for the first two days, they oh, were always tired and they were not enjoying it. But then it's they get the past withdrawal. It. It's yeah, all the withdrawal of like the constantly the eating and all that sort of stuff. So then it and then like they, switches over to. Yes. And then they got to like day past days three and four. And they, they're telling in the video, like, we literally can't sleep. We have so much energy because your body is burning all that fat and using it for energy that you all of a sudden have, like, all this energy and you can't sleep. So have you noticed that where you're, like, your energy changes from intermittent fasting? 
I've definitely noticed an energy change. I'm not as tired in school. I found. Mm-hmm. I've definitely noticed a very similar thing. Like in the so I've also along with just intermittent fasting, I've been waking up earlier in the mornings, and I've actually been, I've been going to bed roughly the same time. I've been going to bed around nine o'clock, nine to ten o'clock, and I'll, I've started waking up early. I start waking up at five, and I have a two-hour morning routine. So I wake up at five, and then I'll be ready to go at like seven or at like six fifty. And I've noticed that that paired with intermittent fasting have made me like, I'll stay like first period classes. I'm no longer asleep. Second period. Yeah. I'm no longer asleep. Third period. I'm still awake. I'm ready to party. I've got school works. I've got all this other sort of stuff, but I'm like, I'm no longer tired in the mornings and I've got so much energy. When I get back from school, I like, I'll do like a short, like either meditation or just like a short snack, as I said earlier, get that energy back up. But I'm like, I'm still ready to go after school when normally I like, I'd fall asleep on the bus ride home. That's how I like, before I started waking up earlier and before I started intermittent fasting, I'd fall asleep in first period and then I fall asleep on the way back from school and then I get home and I fall asleep doing homework. And that was my normal routine. That was what it was back then. But now that I've been doing waking up at five and now that I've been doing intermittent fasting, I have all this new energy. I'm like, I'm ready to start dancing right now. (laughs) So yes, that has been amazing. So what is one of the things, like how long do you think you've been intermittent fasting for? Gosh, I, I started sometime before the summer of last year started. So, so what is that? That's almost five months ish, five to six, five to six months now. Ish, yeah, I'd say so. So what do you think, over those five to six months, do you think there was, like, when you're first starting out intermittent fasting, what was it like compared to now? Oh, my gosh. When I was first, when I first started, I was really hungry. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is ridiculous. Why am I doing this? And then as it kept going, you know, I figured out ways to make it easier, and then I eventually got to the point where it was today. So, like, for example, over the summer, mm-hmm. This is a this is a quick tip of the day sort of strategy. Yeah. So during the summer, I'd be done all my food at six, and then so and you're like five hours later, you know, your body's still digesting food. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to bed late, and I'd sleep in all the way to twelve, and then I'd eat right <laughs> then. I was like, this is Genius. easy. Genius. Sleep like sixteen hours. That's a new fasting for you. Sleep like sixteen hours, and then wake up and eat eight, and then go like back I to bed. Like I go, uh, like I said, like I be done with my food at six, and then I stay up for like five or six more hours, go to bed like eleven or twelve, sleep till twelve, and that's easy. Easy. Like, you want to intermittent fast? This is how you do it. You fall asleep. You sleep in. <laughs> and that's actually it's seriously though. Like if you think about it, if you time your fasting up with when you go to bed, you're only really fasting for like eight hours. If you get eight hours of sleep, you're only fasting the other eight hours, which is the Three like the four hours before bed and the four hours in the morning, that's what's great about it. You t- you take advantage of uh, your sleep. Like you really got to figure out your sleep schedule, and you can kind of take advantage of sleeping and not feeling you know hungry, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. what do you think are some like right off the bat tips that you can give some uh, people just starting out with intermittent fasting? So, some tips I would love to give to uh, to people who are going to start it out is always have water with you. Mm. Everyone knows. The noise that your stomach makes, the grumbling, the, oh, I'm so hungry. If you have a lot of water with you, drinking water actually kind of tricks your body to think it's getting food. and also helps burn fat and mm. um, literally just clean out the system, basically. Yeah, and I think another another thing that you um, – staying hydrated, huge thing. So you actually 
one of the things that I noticed is that sometimes I'm like beforehand when I first uh, before intermittent fasting is that I wouldn't like I get home and I'd be like either super hungry and I keep eating snacks and stuff. But it wasn't actually that I was hungry is that I wasn't drinking enough water. And that's one of the things you got to watch out for because there's not really a a very huge differentiation between being thirsty and being hungry if it's at like a minor hunger, a minor yeah. thirst. So if you drink water, your body thinks you're you're getting you're intaking some sort of substance, right? Tricks it for a little bit. And actually staying hydrated, super important. There's so many benefits of staying hydrated throughout the day. You have like greater focus. You've got um, you oh, have yeah. a little bit more energy. Um, one of the things that researchers have done and looked into staying hydrated is that if you don't if you're not hydrated right and it's only like minor dehydration so it's like you get half of your normal intake of water that you is suggested amount right is that you actually your mood decreases you get a little bit you get slightly grumpy it's like all these little things that you wouldn't really think it's just like oh that's like all these things that are tied to being dehydrated so you're going on and you're going to say a little bit more do you have any more tips for people starting out intermittent fasting yeah so um Water is definitely a big factor, like I've seen before, but definitely figure out your schedule. And I mean, the times are literally just, it doesn't, it's not, it's not like you have to be at 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. You have to figure out for your schedule. Mm. Like if a lot of people stay up at night, you might just be fasting for like the whole day and eat at night, sort of like the warrior diet. Mm-hmm. But um, honestly, healthy foods, like people say, oh, I'm hungry. Like hunger, like you said, can come from not having enough water. But it can also be from a lack of nutrients mm-hmm. because I, I I can down like a full Domino's pizza, but still be hungry because I'm lacking nutrients that my mm-hmm. body is hungry for. Yeah, I think that's so, definitely one thing that you said um, that really struck with me was setting your own schedule. Like you and me, we both intermittent fast for the 16-8 diet, but we do it at different times. Like different I do time. 11 to 7, you do 10 to 6. So you do a little bit more than I do. In terms of the actual fasting, I believe you do an hour, an hour to two hours more fasting time. Sometimes I'll be done at five too if mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. And what's great about it is that there's also if you download this app. So we're talking about apps you can use. So there's the My Fitness Pal app that is run by Nike, I believe. No, it's Under Armour. Under Armour. It's run by Under Armour, and it's for tracking your foods and keeping up with your calorie intake. And then another great app we have for you if you're trying out intermittent fasting. It's called Zero. It's a fasting tracker, and it tracks you start whenever you're gonna stop. Whenever you stop eating, you press the start button. It times how long you've been fasting for, and then you stop it whenever you eat again. So I've been looking at the thing, and I've actually been noticing that it'll do a little bit longer than 16 hours some days. Like some days, I'll look at the timer and I'm like, oh, I've already fasted for 16 hours and 30 minutes today. I don't have lunch until another like 30 minutes. I can wait. There's things like that. And it's also, it gives you a little notification when you're done, which is so like, whenever you're like hungry and then you get a little notification like, hey, you can eat now. Like, yes. that's amazing. It's so great. It's like, oh yes, I've been waiting for this little notification my entire day. It's a Thank good you. feeling. It's so amazing. So those are the two apps that we'd highly suggest if you're going to get into intermittent fasting. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is how strict are you on your diet? Like, do you intermittent fast every single day no matter what, or is there things that were like, okay, you know what, this is a once in a once in a day, once a week, once a month opportunity, like a party or something, that you like, okay, I can fudge it now. I would say I'm pretty strict with it because I'm really trying to work on burning fat and building up muscle as quickly and as you know well fast as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but there are some days where you just can't there because there's some days where like for robotics if i have a competition for the whole day i can't make meals so that's where meal prep is definitely useful mm-hmm. but yeah I, I try to be i try to do as well as i can but i mean no one's perfect there are days where i'm gonna you know have a lot of chick-fil-a or a full pizza you know or mm-hmm. have oreos and stuff like that but usually like most of the time i'm pretty strict with it and good with it so i think that's another great thing about this diet is that it's not it's not as strict as a normal diet which is like cutting out sugar completely or anything it's like yeah it's just a time diet but you can still like sure you can like one day if your friend's having a pizza party at 12 o'clock at night sure you can have some pizza or at least that's how i view it as like i view it as this is a diet just so that i have a baseline so that i'm already doing something more healthy for me i'm a lot more lenient on my intermittent fasting than you are I'm not super strict on it. Like, if I have friends having, like, some party late at night and has pizza or something, sure, I'll have some pizza. Who cares? Tomorrow, I'll just fast either longer or I'll just start again. Because it's, like, over baseline, over the period of a month, still getting, like, 29 out of 30 days is really good. And it's just being being lenient with yourself, especially when you're taking on a new habit or a new, a new anything, really. You have to be like not only forgiving with yourself whenever you like don't do it exactly but you have to be like a little bit lenient because when you're taking on something new it's very easy to say oh i failed this one time i'm gonna fail again and it's not worth it if i keep on failing you gotta just like let yourself live life and let yourself like enjoy the little things that happen every now and then yeah honestly i just try and find foods that are healthy that i enjoy Mm -hmm. like i come i don't know who came up with this but they're a genius combining scrambled eggs with quinoa I mm. swear to God, it's the best tasting thing I've ever had, and it's so good for you. I'm gonna have to. T- I'm gonna have to try that, man. That yeah. sounds really good. Oh, uh, yeah. After this whole conversation, I'm so hungry. Can't speaking wait to get my dinner. Sp- speaking of food, um, if you guys ever wanted to figure out how much you're eating when you go to your, you know, favorite fast food, go to uh, fastfoodnutrition.org, and you can like search for your uh, the restaurant you go to. Like, like it's usually fast foods, like uh, Chick Fil A, Wendy's, you know, all those restaurants. And they have, like, a good list of what foods they have with all the nutrients. Like, you'll be like, oh, Chick-fil-A large milkshake, 900 calories. Well, shoot. I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> That's half like, oh, my no. diet. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. And I really like – yeah. So I'd really like to thank and take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. It really, truly means a lot. We spend a lot of time and energy making these episodes, and i really like to see that you guys are enjoying. If you would please leave a review for this podcast on iTunes or Google Hang, or Google Play, excuse me, um, or Spotify, Stitcher, whatever program you're using to listen to the podcast. And check out our website where you can find our links to our email, which is youngersmarterbetter at gmail.com where you can email us any questions, comments, reviews, anything you want. Just give us, we can have some questions coming in. We'll try to answer them when we can. And I'd like to really thank you for listening to this podcast. And whenever you share this podcast with a friend, it really, truly means a lot. We're really trying to get up there and grow, and we're trying to get better every single day. So I'd like to thank you and have a nice rest of your day and stay hungry for knowledge. Mm